Welcome back to the Beyond Birth Wellness Podcast, you guys. So I am Keila Futrell, and I want to give you a little bit about who I am, why are you here, and we'll get into all of that, I promise. So, um, but first off, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for loving yourself, right? Um, thank you for the work that you do at home that I know as moms, it's a thankless job, right? Like we we do all the things that we, we do. We pick up poopy diapers. We, we change diapers. We potty train. We take to parks. We nurse or bottle feed. We give birth, right? We go through this whole nine or 10 months, um, just making sure the little people that we grow in our bodies are healthy. But I want to ask you, like, what about you? And I have to ask myself this all the time. Like, Keela, what about you? Um, so, so yeah, so with that, a little bit about myself, like I said, I am a mom of three awesome, beautiful babies. Um, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and an almost five-month-old. I know, me and husband, we didn't play no games, right? <laughs> um, so our children are back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, and initially, that's how I wanted it. I wanted it to be, I wanted them to be very close in age. I have um, a brother and a sister, and I'm the oldest of us, so I am about to be 28, my sister 25, and if I'm not mistaken, my brother 26. So we're all right there together. Um, isn't it crazy how generational things kind of sometimes, you know? But anyways, so I wanted to my children to be close together in age. I wanted them to grow up together. My husband and his brother, they're like nine years apart, eight or nine years apart. Um, and they're not as close. And, and I'm not saying of course, that you can't be close to your siblings if they are a few years older than you, but, um, I only know being close to my siblings. So, so anyways, with throughout my first pregnancy was, you know, it was kind of difficult. I was not in a healthy and nourished state. And we'll talk about that on more episodes to come. Um, I I was very unhealthy. I ate a bunch of processed foods, a lot of poofas, refined sugars. I ate probably a cheeseburger, you guys, every single day. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah. That was my pregnancy journey. I took the prenatals with DHA in it and um, iron and folic acid, not folate, folic, um, just so many different things that I just was not aware about. And after I had my daughter, um, um, what am I trying to say? So after I had my daughter, it wasn't more so the labor itself, but just more so the, um, the process as far as like getting checked in at the hospital. And I had told my, my OBGYN that, Hey, I don't want to be induced. I don't want to, but at the time I'm just now awakening to the ideas that I have options. Right. Um, 
So this kind of led me down this path of I don't want any other mom that I come in contact with to go through the obstetric abuse and the coercion and just all these different things. So that led me to becoming a doula. Um, And so I am a birth and postpartum doula, um, which pretty much just means is that I help support moms and advocate for them um, throughout their pregnancy journey, their labor and delivery and postpartum and beyond, hence beyond birth wellness. Um, And so fast forward, you guys, um, I am pregnant so I I'm vegan after I have my daughter because she had um she had her two month jabs and they were like oh it's not the jabs it's dairy in your diet so I cut out dairy and that didn't work oh um so she had terrible eczema um and that kind of led me down this rabbit hole of like okay my daughter was healthy um no eczema hair growing, grades, like all these different things. How did we get here? So I went through this like journey of two years, just always cutting out something. First it was gluten, then it was soy, then it was dairy, then it was eggs, then it was, um, what else? Corn and just so many different things to where, um, now, a year and a half later, I'm a vegan, my daughter's a vegan, my husband's a vegan. Um, and that kind of opened up the doors to candida. Um, just things that were, I guess, dormant within me that just never really came to the surface. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about veganism. I'm not against anybody who wants to be vegan. Um, I loved being vegan, but the red flags that popped up for me was just like, okay, this has to be a better way. So I lost a ton of weight. Um, I was not producing as much breast milk. I still had a a nice amount, but I I wasn't producing enough. Um, like people would tell me like, Keela, you kind of look sick. You okay? And I'm like, no girl, it's the vegan diet. (laughs) Um, this, this is, you know, this is a part of the process, but I look back at pictures and I'm just like, Keela, you were so unhealthy. So like granted, my constipation was gone. Um, skin issues were gone. Um, migraines were gone. Like all these different, um, things that I have been dealing with have been gone. So I was grateful for the process. I was grateful to learn more about the things I put into my body. Um, but it still was not sustainable. It was not, in my opinion, healthy because I look back and I'm just like, wow, my daughter in particular, who was vegan from the moment she started solids to two, missed out on so many different things that could have truly nourished her gut, could have nourished her um, just from the inside out, honestly. So again, so that just led me here where we are today, y'all, with Beyond Birth Wellness uh, podcast. And so fast forward, I have my second son, um, and that was by far the easiest pregnancy that I've had. Um, And I was more, I wasn't a vegan um, and kind of was open to trying new things, Um, but it was still very restrictive in, in to a degree. And 
Um, and he was born with terrible skin issues and just all these different things that I'm like, okay, it's something about what I'm doing and not that I'm doing it on purpose and not, um, so I've had to have those pep talks with myself of like, okay, Keela, you're like, this is not your fault. Um, and not my fault as in terms of, oh, I know that my house has toxic mold, so I'm eating the mold. <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything intentionally to cause these things um, with my children and with myself. And I don't, honestly, I don't think any of us moms do it on purpose. Like, we're not just waking up saying like, oh, I'm going to go drink a bottle of Red 40, right? Or, oh, I'm just going to pour a ton of poofas on my salad. Like, I don't think any mom is innately doing these things um, intentionally. I don't think we do these things um, to specifically and intentionally cause harm to our bodies or to our children. Um, And so I have my third son. I just had him almost five months ago. And, um, he was born with symmetry differences on just one side of his face. Um, and it kind of led me to, I was just like, how are my other children, you know, not dealing with facial symmetry differences, but my son is like, tell me like, what is this about? So I kind of got to run around with practitioners and things like that. Um, so it kind of led me to do my own research and, um, and I, came to the whole idea of minerals and nutrients and what roles that they play within our bodies um and especially preconception and I had no clue about the importance of preconception nutrition um to the degree that I have now and I don't think a lot of I think a lot of us moms don't so we so just to give you a little bit of a little, you know, backstory or not a backstory, but just like a little nugget. So when we're pregnant, mamas, we lose about four pounds of our body's minerals and nutrients. So just take a pause. Yeah. Think about that. Because if we are walking into trying to conceive, um, a lot of us don't know that our bodies are already at a malnourished state. And you might be saying, I eat, excuse me, I eat, I do this, um, I work out, I drink a ton of water, um, I eat salads every day, or just all these different kind of things. But it's so much more to eat in a salad a day. It's so much more to taking processed multivitamins. It's so much more... Um, than drinking a gallon of water a day. Um, and we will have an episode on hydration that I'm super excited about for y'all and for myself. I think I learn something new every time. Um, so yeah, like we, I really hope this <laughs> mic, um, y'all are hearing me. Um, so, so yeah, um, if we're already, if we're trying to conceive, a lot of us don't even know that we're already in a deficient state, a mineral deficient state and in a mineral, in a nutrition deficiency as well. So, um, with the research that I've done, um, in regards to my son and just trying to figure out why, 
um, it brought me back to the question that I asked you guys in the beginning of this episode. What about you? What about you that you're doing to make sure your body is in optimal nourished space to house a baby? And hear me, we have people, excuse me, I worked at this youth ministry in Memphis and um, I had a teenager who she got pregnant, I want to say at 16 or 17. Um, And y'all, she ate hot chips every single day, every single day. She's a grown woman now and and she's flourishing. Um, But I say all that to say... Her baby um, externally was born, you know, super healthy and um, just a beautiful baby girl. But now that we, she knows what she knows and I know what I know, it's kind of, and I don't know everything, but she would not have eaten, eaten hot Cheetos every single day with Red 40 and Poofas and all these different things if she had known how, um, how unhealthy that was so we always get told like oh eat your green vegetables is good for you or oh do this is good for you but we're never really taught the why behind why am I eating this winter squash like give me the I'm such a science person and kind of nerd in that in that sense that I like to know the why behind things and it leads me to if she had known that this is not just about um, myself, like this is about my baby too. And what I'm doing will also nourish me and help me, um, in the long run, I wouldn't have eaten that. And so again, what about you? So we walk through and we're trying to conceive and we're doing all these things to get, to get pregnant and have a baby. Um, but we're not really told about the nutrition that plays a huge part in, in birth defects, right? In in terms of my story, in 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 terms of birth defects and malnutrition and pre, um, not pre. What am I trying to say? Like, um, babies that are not growing at a good rate and just different things. Like we're not told about these things. So, anyways, I'm off that soapbox, you guys. So, um, I came to a lot of different research and doctors talking about, especially Dr. Weston A. Price. Um, if you have not heard of him, we will have an episode where I kind of talk more in depth about his work and um, how I came across his work and his research and how it really helped catapult me into really being diligent and mindful about the things I put into my body and especially my children. And I couldn't help, I can't help but think, okay, what if I had known this information prior to giving birth and getting pregnant, would my children have different stories? They would have, um, they totally would have, but that's not to say that things cannot be done right now in your life, in my life, in our children's lives to help, um, the longevity of their life, to help. Um, them have strong, healthy guts. and sh- Because again, in, in immune systems, in our gut, 80% of our immune system lives in our gut. So if your child or yourself, you're always getting sick, you 
Now my question is, okay, what's wrong with my gut? What did I eat? What did I do um, that I'm frequently getting sick? Um, Or my child is frequently getting sick. So we have to kind of ask ourselves these challenging questions that will be uncomfortable, but they're worth it and they need to happen. And so I really want to encourage you with what about you, mama? What about you? You love your children. You give your all. We give our all to them. But what about us? What about when we are stressed and overwhelmed and anxious and touched out and dysregulated? And dysregulation looks the same in adults as it does in kids. Um, So for children, when they're dysregulated, they're whining all the time. They're crying. They're tantruming. um, They're screeching. They're hitting. They're scratching um, when they're just overstimulated. And it's the same thing for us when we're overstimulated. We are touched out, we're overwhelmed, we're easily stressed and easily anxious. We are, we can't seem to get our brains to shut off. It's just so many different things that um, taking care of ourselves is more than just a hot bath. And a hot bath is so nourishing and it's so good for our souls and our bodies. But we have to, we have to take care of ourselves on the inside as well. And Beyond Birth Wellness is just about empowering you and giving you practical tools to help you deal with stress, um, to help you cope with dysregulation. So you can be a calm, cool, and collected mom, right? And I was talking to um, one of my practitioners. So I'm getting an HTMA test done. If you're not familiar with an HTMA test, it's I'm called a hair mineral, I mean, hair tissue mineral analysis test. And pretty much it just tests your body for um, mineral deficiencies through your hair. Um, And they test for, um, it shows you what minerals are you burning, your body is just burning through because of stress and all these different kind of things. And so um, a lot of times when we're overregulated, I mean, dysregulated and overstimulated and touched out, stressed, anxious, always angry. Um, I'm always needing five minutes. I was telling my practitioner who's doing my HTMA test. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, we hear so much like, oh, girl, that's the postpartum journey is just so hard. Toddlers are so hard. They're this, they're that. But I'm like, okay, well, give me the tools to help me cope with those hard days. Like, I don't want to rush through this season of it being so hard. And, you know, they say the days are the days are long, but the years are short. And and all of that is true. But I want to be in a space right now while I do have a four, two and five month year, a four year old, two year old five month old, almost five month old. I want to be in a space to enjoy them. I want to be in a space to where I'm calm, cool and collected and I can deal with tantrums as they come. Um, and I can, um, better cope with the whining and the screaming and the, and the constant, um, redirecting and all these different things. Like I don't want to wish away this season because it is so, but a vapor, right? It is so, short. So help give me the tools to help me better cope with all of this. And I bet you if you're like, oh my God, this is me. I've been there before. I'm here right now. We have to 
take better care of ourselves. And that's what Beyond Birth Wellness is about. I'm going to help you take care of yourself. I'm going to give you practical tools every, you know, every other week or so to help you and give you the, the resources that you need or point you in the direction to get your nervous system back under control. Um, to kind of help you give your nervous system the support that it needs so that you're not always in fight or flight. Um, I'm literally, I reached out to the HTMA um, provider in, um, or she's a root cause protocol consultant. So if you haven't heard of that, check them out. Um, Dr. Morley Robbins is amazing and has a ton of free, awesome um, resources out there. Um but she just was like, girl, your nervous system is shot. And so when we go through a constant, constantly depleted state, remember preconception, and then we get pregnant and then more minerals are being taken from us. And if we decide to nurse, more minerals are being taken from us. We go through all of this. And a lot of us, like myself, we go through it again, not nourishing ourselves. So I got pregnant, not trying to get pregnant or anything like that, um, but ended up getting pregnant the month after my two-year-old had turned one. So I was already severely depleted, you guys. And um, this postpartum journey was by far the hardest until I came across taking care of my minerals. Um, so now, even if I am nursing throughout the night and I'm dream feeding, I'm waking up and I'm ready to do podcasts like this and talk to talk my head off. Um and I'm ready to go outside and jump on the trampoline with my kids. And I'm ready to play dress up or girl time or whatever with my daughter. Um, but three months ago, it was not like this. Two months ago, it was not like this. Um, and so I'm excited to share this information with you guys. I'm excited to to just walk with you through all of this. Um, and we talk and we have dialogue about the importance of our faith and clinging to our faith when the postpartum journey is hard when those days are long and those nights are short how how do we still cling to our faith and walk with the lord through all of this but again and 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 with that in addition to that how do we how do we um nourish ourselves not just with the word of god but with foods with minerals with nutrients like how how do we get there and I want to help you get there. I want to take you on this journey. Um, I am literally sending off my HTMA test soon as I get done recording this episode. So I'm super excited um, to share my results with you guys. Um, and again, just provide you with amazing, awesome um, resources that are extremely applicable for you um, as soon as you get off the podcast. So I am excited and I cannot wait to see you guys on the next episode.